Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weightloss. That's plushcare.com slash weightloss. Nicola, it's Sean Robinson. Yes, yes. How would you know, being a virgin, yes. how to Thank pleasure God. a woman? Thanks, God. Thanks, God. I would know. It's easy. Oh. It's easy. It's uh, my friend and I... Um, we, you know that game Operation, where you know where you, I've you, heard of you it. Play, you play doctor. I did not play doctor like people do at a did sin you? way. No, no, no. I mean the game. That's what you do to a woman. You just touch her in certain places, and, and she, she buzzes. And as soon as she goes, then you know it's easy. And when her nose turns red, she is pregnant. Child. <laughs> Hello. This is Captain Poodle speaking. Are you ready to find love? Yes, ahoy, matey. Love. Do, 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 do. Exciting and new. Go online. Mm. They're catfishing you. Shocker. Fiance. Soon you'll be flying to parts unknown. 90 day Beyonce. Marrying someone you only met on your phone. Be they French or Chinese, a brand new K1 visa's the key. Ooh, the key to what, Poodle? To love. It's reality, yes. Let's love. That's what Sean Robinson would have said to that. We're going to need to move on. Sean Robinson's face was like, this dumb bitch. I liked, I liked it when I think Jasmine said... You didn't know shit about <laughs> women. <laughs> just because you've read a just because you've read a book doesn't mean you had a pleasure a woman. And it was like that was the only thing that cut through. Yeah. Just because you've read or had a health class means that that pleasuring a woman is more than that. But I've heard. I I haven't read about pleasuring a woman, but I'm pretty sure that if I did, I still wouldn't know how to do it. No. Pleasuring men is easy. Oh, yeah. It's all on the outside. You just do. It's not hard, y'all. It's not. There is a technique to a lot of it. Oh, um, God. Someone fucks like an Enneagram 4. Uh, well, I think... 
There, Would that be of the one of the worst? It's if a guy said, "Sorry, not to interrupt you, but it, well, all you said, you're if not a, sorry. If a guy, I'm not. <laughs> if a guy said to you, yeah, like a guy you're dating you, said, yeah, you're you're a great lay. I've had better though. Like, what would that do? do? Okay, never mind. <laughs> if you're watching the intimate portrait poodle, well, just turn white. <laughs> I would grab the ice pick that sits. <laughs> Inside my bedside table for just this opportunity. And then we would never see him again. And it would be deserved. You wouldn't you wouldn't fuck the hell out of him though, just to like to show him what he doesn't deserve it. (laughs) The floor show that I've just put on. What I I go out there and play every inning. You don't even stretch in the seventh? No. No. Because she's stretched by the third. First of all. <laughs> fair. There ain't, we, we never get to nine innings. They strike out before. Maybe, Ooh. and then maybe we wait a little bit. Wait a little and bit. And then we start playing okay. again. Yeah. Okay. Go for so, a second game. A double header, if you du- will. Whoa. Whoa. Don't mind that if I do. No one's ever said to me I've oh. had better. <laughs> and they never should. Seriously. <laughs> you don't want to do that to me. There's <laughs> a reason why I have all wins and no losses. <laughs> because the no losses are. Have been taken care of. Not a rando. No. Not a rando. Uh, The dead (sighs) can't talk. (laughs) We need to move on. That's all I'll say. (laughs) This is your tell-all. This This is is your part one. Season six. B90. Tell-all part one. Our part two. Our part two. Because we're gay men and we talk too long about things. We talk a lot We could almost say that at every topic. Welcome to Reality Gays, where we talk too much. Where we talk too much. That's okay. It's not. You're here. That's fine. Um, uh, I'm going to be doing a BB corner later on because you y'all, are. We just had double eviction night, and it shook me. And so that doesn't normal. Is that a surprise when they have double eviction? It's, or it's they- a surprise to the cast usually. Oh, okay. Is it a surprise? They know it's going to happen. Okay, so is it like because I don't watch Big Brother? Is it like on Project Runway, like in the first of the episode? And this and this week, two people will be going home, and everybody goes going. Yes. Okay. okay yeah. Okay, but okay. but double eviction happens where in one episode uh-huh. usually, um, there is a person evicted, and then there's a new head of household chosen. There's so it's almost like so on two people don't go forward. at one time. It's like two episodes in one. Yes. Oh. Yes. And it happens, so there's not a lot of strategy to be talked about. So they're literally go, "Hey, I'm." Gonna, they they bring each other in a room. They're like, "Hey, so I'm going to vote this person. This person, you're fine." And this, someone else comes in. It's like, and it's it's everything is like on fast forward. Like everyone's on speed, kind of like those parties in your 20s when you do coke. You're like, "I have such a great idea for like a show," and they're like, "Oh my god, this is the best idea ever." Oh, so that's what Big Brother Double Eviction Night is like. And imagine, imagine you're at a. a House party in the hills, and everyone's on coke. <laughs> That's happened to everybody, right? I, I'm so glad you would make it home <laughs> when we were roommates. 
<gasps> oh my god, that's such a good idea. What if you did a show? Where did you? I was. I'm, I've been. I've been like studying violin lately, and like. <laughs> <sighs> If you've ever watched two people on Coke talk to each other, it's hysterical. I'm sure I have, not knowingly, but I'm sure I have. It's like, oh my god, blah, 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 blah. and it's like they're 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 like, that's a great idea. Yeah. <laughs> have you been texting Susan about it? About what? Big Brother? She knows she watches you know, every. We we haven't been texting a lot about that. We were texting about the Masked Singer just recently. Uh, oh, that's on again. Um, it, the premiere just came on, but like they just did a thing called Anonymous, and it was. It was so obviously Demi Lovato when she opened her mouth, uh, and they were guessing: Is it Lady Gaga? Is it? This could easily be. This could easily be Pink. And I don't even think they're trying anymore. That because those people would never do the show. Lady Gaga wouldn't do Masked Singer. Uh, do you know who it was? Oh, oh, Demi Lovato. I was gonna say Demi, Demi Lovato's a huge that's star. True. Demi Lovato's a but huge star. Th this was like a one-off. So she uh, did it like one time so she could do it. But Demi Lovato's voice, I know Demi Lovato's voice, but it's so obvious that it was Demi Lovato to me um, that I didn't have to ask. Huh. Yeah. Well, you're good at that. By the way, if you hear some noises, <laughs> uh, I She's... think uh, Dake's neighbor's building the temple. Uh, it is. She's sacrificing. Oh, okay, something great. Up there. Mm -hmm. Something's happening. Um uh, speaking of talk too much, we talked too much with Dylan and Patrick. We almost made them late for their collab with KKC. It was, we had a really good but time. We did a collab with them. Bad TV. We had a great time talking about Love is Blind. Love is Blind. The first two episodes are out for you on the public feed. And then the rest are at the $5 RG plus tier. We can, we can kind of talk about it now. Where are you? If you're not watching Love is Blind, where are you? What do you think about this, this season? I love it. I love it so far. Again, like, you have problems about the, we talked about this last episode, like, kind of casting the format of the show. I also have problems about a big, big issue. The whole central tenet of Love is Blind being breached and and producers seemingly having no problem with it. But, and I agree with you all that, but I also want to offer and say I'm very entertained by this season. True. More than... I. I've been in a while. I still, I still say for my ethical purity of reality TV and their idea about Love is Blind because they fucking drive it home every time. Those two contestants should have been asked to leave. So you're not going to watch the rest of the episodes? That's not what I'm saying. Then, then what? Then, what I'm saying is. But, so you are going to watch the rest of the episodes. What I'm saying is, yes, I am. But what I'm saying is because. Because it's. Well, our, I'm just saying, though, I, I think what well, I understand what you're saying, but I think you're also not acknowledging you're entertained by it. You're talking about it. I am. But I think they have let themselves down ethically. I don't care about that. <laughs> What does ethics ever matter to you? I don't give a fuck. I'm leaning in, <laughs> watching popcorn, I, and cringing, well, and it's good. But here's the here's, and I've talked to you about this before. My thing, the thing about it is the show maintains an ethical, moral high ground of we're putting people together that's not based on appearance. I know. And once you have two people who've already seen one another. Uh, would, that's a would that be a spoiler if people? Well, I guess it's already been out. It's already out. It's already out now. Yeah, 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 yeah. Who have already dated one another? Mm -hmm. Which that happens for the very first time. I think you should save this for people. Need to pay five dollars to hear this. I agree, but I think they should be asked to leave. Well, they're not, and it's riveting. Now, in the same way, 
I'm glad they're not because these are two of the most messiest people that I've ever seen. Yeah. One is basically a Patrick Bateman from American Psycho. And the other is a love addict. It's <laughs> just kind of like a really needy rescue dog. <laughs> from Puerto Rico. Because um, she's from Puerto Rico. Yes. Anyway. Yeah. It's great. Jump in. There's a lot to it's, talk about. It's worth, there's a lot to talk about. I, I do stand by, this is the messiest cast they've ever had. Uh, it's glorious. Yeah. I agree. I agree. I agree. Um, and not influencer cast, y'all. We were talking about that with Dylan and Patrick. Mm -mm 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 -mm. It feels like one of the most messy, but also not normal, but like regular day-to-day -day people. So we'll see. They are you never know. They though. are remarkably unremarkable. I'm excited to see where we are now to where we are at the end because it's a ride. Love is blind. It's always a ride. I just You might end up loving Uche. I'm not going to. <laughs> Y'all know me well enough to know that I don't, I don't, I can't abide cruelty. No, no, no. He's gross. He's gross. And it's a, he's a cruel person. But just, if you haven't watched all four episodes, check it out. It's great. It's wonderful. Um, all of our episodes went up. And so this coming week. I episodes think, one through four. Episodes one through four aired. This coming week, episodes five through seven will air. Yes. And those will air on, on. Friday at midnight. They drop 12 a.m. Thursday at midnight on Netflix, and they will drop for us Friday at midnight. Saturday. So, Sorry. yeah, it's sweet. Yeah, so this that's is what real, I just said. Friday, Friday at 12 a.m. Let me, and let me see if I can make this make sense. The next week episodes drop Friday at 0.00:00. Yes. Like Friday. On Friday, 12 a.m. Yes. I feel like midnight because people think midnight's at night. That's and what they do. That's why I'm saying. That's why I'm saying zero no. zero colon zero zero. Yes, yeah. And then our episodes drop Saturday at zero zero colon zero zero. Does yes. that make sense? There you go. I said colon, so you. Thought I feel you like went everybody away. else got this, and we just had to explain it for ourselves. <laughs> and they're like, "We got I, it, gay." I still have a hard time with it. A time codes. They they they. It's not your thing. It's okay. You're much better now when we do our YouTube lives, which y'all, that YouTube live was great this weekend. We had a great time. We had a wonderful time. We dropped some tea. We dropped some tea. Poodle dropped trowel. <laughs> he could, couldn't hold it. He had to go to the bathroom and right on camera like Statler did in a field. <laughs> Speaking of, y'all Statler shit in a field. Who hasn't? <laughs> Who hasn't? Um, have you, have you gone, have you camped and had to poop in a field? I feel like I have, but I've forgotten about it. I, I did not like it. I've done it. I've done it before. I feel like I once had to do that somewhere with my grandpa. Like we were out working or something like that. And I weird like it. Maybe I've done it. I don't know if I have or not. That wasn't the answer I wanted. I, I, but you have. Yeah. Camping. That, I don't like it. I don't. I don't even. I don't like camping. I don't know. And I don't like it Anything if it's about not it. cottonelle or aloe paper. Camping doesn't have a tushy. That's what I like. No, it doesn't. A little bidet. Um. So y'all, Sadler and Dempsey, we're picking up where we left off. We are. Um. 
they they it turns out they are not planning on living at the farm anymore which no. everyone could see that that wasn't going to happen but they have Back big news to the farm i was just listening to that michigan song during the thing sorry go ahead that big news big they're news. buying a camper van and they're going to do van life as statler says the most lesbian thing you can do or the lesbian dream now here's the thing i'm all about it they're moving from a small place into a smaller place. Yep. And at one point we just get an admission from Statler. She's like, well, I can work remotely and Dem- Dempsey will do work here and there, but I'll be the main breadwinner. And um, I'm a little kind of worried about this because it's way out of my comfort zone. So I'm just, this is Dempsey's thing. And I just, I'm just like following her own. And that's when I'm going, this is a bad pattern for you to probably tell Dempsey in private that you are you're going to make you're going to make an allowance you're going to take a risk and then in public either in front of your friends or her friends you say I don't know you mean like the kids thing yeah, yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. it's a bad pattern I think she does Statler worry I think Statler often doesn't state what she wants up front. Exactly. That's of, what it is. So it comes out later in the wash and in then a passive aggressive way. And I mean, do I think this is a good idea? Y'all, and I am not kidding. I know It's a fucking nightmare. I know two lesbian couples yeah, that it's, this it's a very common rented thing. a van and went around traveling. Um I think it could be good in that it'll make or break things with them. Like it'll kind of speed up. Cause how I'm... much faster can they go? True. I'm like the exact opposite of Stetler and Dempsey. Oh, yes. I'm like, I'm like kicking that can. They down are the road. lesbians. You're a gay man. Y'all. If someone asked me to do van life, um, first of all, hard no. And second of all, that would mean you would be spending so much time with that person, and I need my alone time. I need my feathers smoothing time. I would never be able to do it. No. I don't even think if they said it was like, what was that one porn star who like went around fucking everybody in America? Some gay one. I remember somebody tweeted it, and I saw some guy. Oh, Colby Keller. Yes. What if you, I, is he a friend? No. Did, did he, did he come you, visit you? You know him. I you, do know. No, but you said it like, you said. Oh, Colby and Keller. We went to high school together. <laughs> it he fucked like me that. in Los Angeles. <laughs> we filmed together at least three times. Um, but may, what did, even, I think even if they said it was. I a, was Pacoima. Pacoima. Even if they said, Poodle, I'm going to take you on a fuck tour across the nation. You can no. fuck all these great guys, but you have to live in a van. I don't think you could do it. Um, no. I think you'd make it to San Diego and that's it. Because in between fucking, we would have to do long drives and talk about things. And I would need to like hear them talking. And if it's anything like driving with you, you never shut the fuck up on the road. I just have good conversation. Um, Sure. Yeah. That's um, why I still, there were several sissies who liked our ro- my road trip idea, by the way. When you say several. Yes. There was um, a lot of responses we had to that. 
Yeah, finger bang yourself. There was and a see lot of people. What happens? There was one person who commented. Exactly. That's never gonna happen. Um, were you amazed that this whole like uh, uh, egg thing of Statler cleansing her vagina from sluttiness, which I kind of had a problem with. I did um, not like that. And but like, why do you think they didn't show it? There were I, two <laughs> scenes from Statler and Dempsey they did not show. I think it. Look when they. They're editing the show. I wonder how. Actually, this is a good question. I wonder how they edit the show because they film the tell-all usually about three fourths through the show. No, it's earlier than that. It's not halfway, but like it's it's like more probably two thirds, like probably sixty percent in. Sometimes. Um. So do they? They film the tell-all then. And then they go back and, I, I mean, I guess because they know it's going to be on television, they just pre-select footage to say, this is great. We want to save it. It's going to be a good tell-all moment. Again, memes. I guess I'm thinking, this felt like it was played for laughs for me. Yeah. And it made me wonder, does Statler and Dempsey not have a lot of issues? That's a good question. The fact that we're showing this. Because clearly... Um, well, I think they do have a lot of issues. I don't think they have a lot of obvious issues. Yeah. Um, but then we then their segment, unfortunately, turns into a some type of like moral discussion on having sex in a church. Which I thought this is unfortunate because they knew Nicola was going to get involved. They basically baited him and it, asked him it, what he thought. It did seem like Statler was baiting him. And well, no, S- fucking Sean asked him. This is true. Yeah, again, yeah, yeah, yeah. She did. And it's kind of like you know, this is oil and water. Why are we having these arguments? It's a little bit to me of look, we're not religious. But I do respect someone's religion if they're I, coming from a place of like being loving and yeah. And so it felt a little I, disrespectful. I don't to think Nicola would have if Nicola would have said no. I don't agree with that. Blah 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 blah. I don't think he really has a fucking opinion about what they do in a church. And this is and this is why I said before I found myself wanting to stand because I have an underdog thing that I need to stand up for someone who I think is being, it's a Libra thing. I immediately saw, thought it just, uh, isn't underdog a Hanna-Barbera cartoon? Yes. Yeah. Underdog. (laughs) No, I have an underdog kind of thing because I'm always under the guy with the pup mask on. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. (laughs) There you go. Call me underdog. There you go. (laughs) Underfoot is when a guy puts his... Yeah. Foot on Poodle's head. And he's kind of like a dog. He's like dog drooling on me. I'm mm-hmm. like, just call me underdog. Underdog, yeah. But no, the thing is, I hated to say, leave him the fuck alone. Y'all asked him what he thought, and he told you, and you already know what he's going to say. You know it's going to be a sin. Yeah. Don't, why are you asking <sighs> your preacher? Uh, exactly. Why are you acting your... Don't ask a Baptist che- preacher if gay people should get married. I know the answer. And also... Why are we talking about it? Also, he's not actively saying... He might laugh, and he's not actively saying... It's the same thing when they went for her on the daughters. 
And they're like, what do you think about that, Nicola? And he's like, he tried to say several times, God, I can't believe I'm defending him and I wow, hated him all you season. you love Nicola. But, but do you understand what I'm saying? You love Stop him. Stop it. <laughs> I hate you. I am not on an island here. <laughs> See, y'all, then they bring in Natalie, spelled with the I at the end. Um, yes. And who, for me... Is definitely in love with Statler. <laughs> she does seem like she's in love with Statler. She's like, she's so great. She's so pretty. She smells like roses and a little bit of uh, of dragon lily. Um. So this is the thing. She's like, Statler always moves this quickly. And then she's like, well, what makes Dempsey so special to Statler? She's like, I'm not 100% sure that Dempsey is special. And there's this weird thing, I think... I Dempsey down. is pissed. I would pissed. be too. She she looks so pissed. Dempsey Dempsey said, and 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 Sean says, well, Dempsey, what do you think about that? And she's like, her opinion's invalid to me. And the weirdest thing Sean says, is, why is it? Sean says that, but but she's her friend. Why why is why is that opinion invalid to you? And, and I'm Dempsey like, she says because it is. I. I was totally like in I was Dempsey's like, court. I was like, yeah, it's good. Like, this is her. It doesn't matter. And then Natalie's like, that seems aggressive. Fuck off, Natalie. Go back to whatever. And that dress she was wearing was hideous. I don't even remember. It look. It was like one of these like awful like blue things. Did you not pay attention to the wardrobe at all? I did some. I paid attention to uh, Tiffany's outfit on Riley. <laughs> we'll talk about that. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> Holy God. <laughs> and then Statler feels the need to say she's just like this with people sometimes. Because when cause Dempsey starts to shut down because she's feeling attacked. Yeah. And, and, well, Statler, and then yeah, Statler says, no, I'm not, Statler. Don't make excuses. See, and the only thing I got from when Statler Dempsey said that, I went, oh, this is so there's a it feels like there's a herstory here. That Natalie, it feels like Natalie got involved in some way with Dempsey and Statler, you know, because Statler said that we never saw him again, but that Dempsey's friend, that guy from Tim. the bar, was a yeah. horrible, like, shit human. So, I agree with you that I feel like, it. Look, you wonder, like, do they not have problems? Or are there a lot of problems simmering underneath that but we don't know? This is what I was talking about in the first episode the first show where i said we came hard for all of the foreigners mm -hmm. and all of the st all of the americans and which is it's just a normal thing it was different than the season because if you look at the season of statler and dempsey dempsey gets painted in a much better light than yep. dempsey she gets a good at it she gets a good no, Dempsey, I think. No, you said good... Dempsey, but you said Dempsey twice. Uh, oh, yes. It's Dempsey gets a good at it, where Statler looks like kind of the crazy in love. Fickle. Like, fickle, like, can't decide what she wants to do. And Statler seems kind of just really kind of, like, steadfast. And Misha says, do you have any red flags with your relationship, Statler? Like, any red flags about Dempsey? And that's when I just went. And De Statler then said, we have a hard time communicating and one of us will shut down. And I'm like, well, that is true. 
That is true. When we've seen y'all fight, one of you will shut down, and then the other. But it one works goes. both ways. She said that though. Yeah. She said one of us shuts down. She didn't say. Yeah. So I thought that was dead but on. But she says, um, Dis- Dempsey doesn't want to do couples therapy, but um, that's a red flag. We got some workbooks. And we're going to do artist way. I will say, when, <laughs> yeah, when she said that, she was like, I'm on board with a couple. And, but Dempsey is not. And you could see Y'all, Dempsey's face Dempsey pissed. looked pissed because I guarantee you they had decided what they were going to talk about beforehand. And this was not one of the it things. made me wonder, is there a darker side to Dempsey that we don't see? Is she either a control freak or is I, she I would believe it. Domineering? I just think she got the shit into the stick on this segment. So, but I'm agreed. And though, did she somehow get a better edit on the show? Like, who's I the totally real, agree. Who's the real Dempsey? I don't Where think in the world is Dempsey. I'm sorry. I didn't want to finish it because you just sat there. You didn't yes and <laughs> me. Didn't join you know in what? at all. Oh, yes and if it's got potential. Yeah. Uh-huh. How about that? Yeah, that's why you never took it, bro. They kicked you out the first day. And then like when 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 ideas don't work on stage, I leave you there on stage. That, that were your ideas. <laughs> Sibling fights are unavoidable. But what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale? That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother, but that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. Wondery's podcast, Dis and Tell, is hosted by comedians Sidney Battle and Matt Belisai. Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle? Or is it something that started much earlier? Follow Dis and Tell on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcast. Poodle, I gotta tell you, I think I just made one of the best investments for myself. Oh, thank God. You got rid of those braces and decided to sew your mouth completely shut. Perfect. No. The doctor just added four more months. I think he's trolling me at this point. No. See... Now that I'm putting myself out there... No one wants to hear about your dating life. But you talk about yours all the time. Because mine is interesting. Well, I wanted to let you know that I took a page from your book and it worked. Ooh, you slept with their ex to make them jealous? No. (gasps) You pulled their credit report? What? Made a copy of their keys while they were sleeping? How are you not in jail? Deny, deny, deny. No, Poodle. I decided to get myself a pair of Me Undies great new underwear, which makes my um, important parts look more junk forward. Junk forward? Wait, are you talking about the contoured pouch and ball caddy from Me Undies? Yes, the contoured pouch and ball caddy from Me Undies. I love the contoured pouch and ball caddy from Me Undies. There's no other way to date in this world. If you're not dating junk forward, you're doing it wrong. I think you're right. And you never told me that they're so comfortable. Well, usually I'm not wearing them that long. But yes, they are so soft, and the more you wash them, the softer they get. And they still keep you tucked and lifted in all the right places. When I wear them, I can barely keep men away from me. Oh, the way they stare. They look like burly, hungry cavemen searching for a nice meal after a long caveman day of nomadically crossing the tundra. To them, I'm like a piece of meat roasting over an open, smoky flame. Speaking of smoking, not only does my junk look great in me undies, but my butt looks hot. Okay, no one wants to hear your over-sexualized descriptions. Have some class. <sighs> Sissies, 
We've fallen in love with MeUndies, and you can too. They have a style for everyone. From all black classics to fun, expressive prints, MeUndies has a look for everyone. Plus, they come in sizes extra small to 4XL, guaranteeing a flattering cut for everybody. And Me Undies isn't just about underwear. Explore the lounge collection featuring joggers, hoodies, onesies, and more. With unmatched comfort, Me Undies' signature fabric is as soft as a warm hug from your favorite sweater. It's breathable, stretchy, and oh so comfy, making it ideal for all day wear. And they use sustainably sourced materials and work with partners that care for their workers. And you know, Mother Poodle loves a return policy. Not happy with the first pair of Me Undies? It's on Me Undies. Cool. Sissies. Good things come in big packages at MeUndies. Get 20% off your first order plus free shipping at MeUndies.com slash RealityGaze. That's MeUndies.com slash RealityGaze for 20% off plus free shipping. MeUndies. Comfort from the outside in. To all our queens. To Caitlin and the Canadian sissies. Oh my God, Poodle. I can't stop singing that song either. It's so catchy. So catchy. Sissies, we are obsessed with the Songfinch original song that we premiered at the Toronto Live Show. Songfinch lets you create an original radio quality song inspired by your own life and the people you love. It's completely unique, personal, and lasts forever. For example, we wanted to create a song dedicated to our Canadian listeners, some of which have waited four to five years to see us live. After the show, we had so many people tell us how special the song made them feel, and we are still getting DMs and comments about it. And the Songfinch songwriter was so clever, incorporating all our sissy references like Aunt Peggy's Lip, Elizabeth Smart, and even Keep Going Queens. Yes. Songfinch walks you through a simple process to create your original song. Just tell them who the song is for, what style of song you want, and then share some personal details about your relationship. Then an actual Songfinch musician of your choice will write, record, and produce your original song in just four to seven days. You can also choose unique add-ons to make the gift even more personalized, like a vinyl record of your song or a piece of -of one-of-a-kind art made from your lyrics. You can even add your song to Spotify. With more than 350,000 happy customers, Songfinch is proud to be called the number one custom music company in the world. Whether your song is for Mother's Day, Father's Day, an upcoming graduation or a wedding, or just to show a loved one how much you care, start your song now to lock in a top Songfinch artist. And for a limited time, Songfinch is letting our listeners upload their song to Spotify for free so you and the lucky person you gifted to can listen to it anywhere, anytime. Go to songfinch.com slash realitygaze and start your song. After you purchase, you'll be prompted to add Spotify streaming for your original song for free, a $50 value. Again, our URL is songfinch.com slash realitygaze. Don't forget to share your song with us, too. songfinch.com slash realitygaze. Now, Gary, play us out with a little bit of our Songfinch original song to all our queens. Find your happy Hey, hey, our Canadian listeners We know you get tired of waiting Reality Gaze is coming to you So no more complaining To all our queens To Caitlin and The Canadian sissies Love yourself Never be ashamed to all our queens, to Caitlin and the Canadian sissies. 
Love yourself, never be ashamed. Have hope and find your happy. Literally in the when, middle of the sketch, he'll say, when, this isn't working. When and they're he'll not walk working, off. I just leave. And I'm like, you wrote this. <laughs> you should have the comic timing to never leave with me. I commit and I finish the job. I tried to commit. My on, com- I think about comedy the way you think about sex. I tried to commit when I dropped the phone on myself the other day and you <laughs> laughed the entire time. I, I, I kept I, uh, going. I did laugh the entire time. Because you dropped it, you were holding the phone, <laughs> and we were doing a scene. This was, was for Classless, Zen- I believe. Zencaster. No, this was Amanda. Yeah, he was holding the phone, and he went, <laughs> and, and it, no, it hit my face, and then it hit it. Yeah, and it, I'm <laughs> still convinced Christina added more sound to make me more foolish. <laughs> but I went. <laughs> I think she did add more sounds. That I'll admit to. Not to it the was, balloons, it was but funny. I'll admit to that. I will say it was funny. I laughed. I can laugh at myself. You, no, you can. Um, I was talk. There might be something weird going on because I was talking to my friend the other day, and we were FaceTiming. Is this relevant to the show? Yes. And my friend Lori, and she said, sugar. And I said, what? And she said, well, thumbs up back. And I said, what do you mean? She's like, you just did a thumbs up on I your video you. screen. And I went, you talked to Jake. You've been you. making shit up. I am vindicated. <laughs> no, I, I think you've been talking to my friend Lori. I know you have her number. Been planning You were using Zencaster, weren't you? No, it was on my Apple phone. You doing something then. <laughs> I think you and Lori are in cahoots. We need to move on. Natalie says, oh, by the way, kids, they say, um, we're not on the same, we're on the same page now. We both don't know if we want kids or not. This was not even touched. They yeah, what, threw out the, this The biggest huge, fight of their thing. They threw out this huge beatball and no one touched it. It was, a. there's, so far, theirs was the worst produced segment. Not it, them, worst produced segment. It's a failure. It didn't, fi- it's like they... It's like they interviewed Tyree and didn't even ask him about how many times he's jerked off to uh, Carmella. Because <laughs> I guarantee he can tell you how many. He has a lot. Just eight today. Just eight today. <laughs> we should talk about Misha and Nicola. There was a thing on Reddit oh God. <laughs> that said, the face you make when you realize the guy staring across from you has beat his meat over 2,000 times to your picture. (laughs) Wow. Hey. I guess some people that are good looking, like celebrities, that is weird. They probably meet some fans, and their fan has beat off to them. Porn stars, probably. No, even like, you know, when you're like... Tom Cruise. Yeah, I'm sure people have. I've never beat off to Tom. Orlando Cruise. Bloom, no. Jude Law, no. I need uh, porn with uh, fucking. Uh, what's his name? Who's on that vampire show? And then Donnie Darko, Ian Summerholder. Oh, that's true. No, that's <laughs> that's true. You got me there. <laughs> Ian Summerholder, gotcha. That scene with him and Jans, James Vanderbeek in the Rules of Attraction. That movie. Holy shit. Yeah, you did. Y'all, if you like gay, if you gay or you like to see boys doing it with other boys, 
If you get off on that, watch that scene in Rules of Attraction. Cue a thousand sissies going to like Just torrent that movie right now. <laughs> it's hot as shit. Wow. Okay. Well, we answered. Misha that and Nicola. Well, and you know what? That's not a sin in my book. If you're beating your meat or pounding your pud, pulling your pud. Oh, that's what I. This whole segment was also awful. Because well, it didn't get to the root of their problems. It it really feels like we're going to have a three-part tell-all. So, so, yeah, go ahead. So, Misha, uh, every year, she's like, you know, it's agonizing. You meet, and you're ripped apart. But he's coming next week. He's meeting her in New York, and then she's taking him to Minnesota. And she's like, we're waiting for the annulment. It's been one and a half years, and I've got a letter for the tribunal. And, he, and then she says... But guess what? I've received an answer, and um, no matter Nicola, whatever, whenever what I what they say, I will still love you. But fortunately, they have given me an annulment. And y'all, she got this weeks ago, and they made her do it on the tell-all. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was not. And I felt it was like, just like yay. Although I didn't like when Christian said, "Wait, you're just before she announced it." He said, "You're leaving this up to some old guys." And again, I wanted to say, y'all. They're Catholic. Get on board. <laughs> They're Catholic. It's not important to me. Yes, I think it's like saying you're waiting for a bunch of magical elves it, to tell and, you that you can cross a bridge and that's at the thing. midnight. And that's I don't, the thing. I don't feel like, I feel ridiculous that I'm having to defend these crazies. You're not hurting me and you're not actively hurting anyone else. You're just living in joy with God with your weird ass fucking rules. You know, you know what it Live is? Live with it. Do it's, it. It's they're trying to invite trolling in any possible way. I agree, and that's this whole segment. And like, yo, I came from religious fundy crazy. It's like when Statler said when they she was talking before. She's like, I'm sure Misha's going to judge me because she's religious. But what's new? Guess what? She didn't. Guess what? I mean, there are there is a there are plenty of crazy Christians who are going to judge you, but don't don't maybe put, not that, put on, that out there. You don't know this person. I think. She might just, but Misha's also worked with a lot of gay men that taught her how to do that makeup. <laughs> she True. probably and done her hair. She probably and, loves the port. And the Catholic and, organization and you know, has a group. Called, and you know those two daughters have fags over every Saturday. They do watching fucking Drag Race. Dignity is a gay group in the Catholic Church. Yeah, there are some Catholic churches now that say, I, "Fuck it, we have and, gay." And people. here's the thing: I don't even want to. Something. Happened I don't upstairs. even want to like. I don't even want to say have tolerance for it's, Catholics. Blah, it's not blah, even blah. about Catholics. It's about it's them. Not. It's about it's them. About, it's about giving people, giving people the benefit of the doubt before and not thinking they're going to attack you and going on the offense. It, it, yes, because it's that idea of, well, if you want people, even if they, even if they inwardly disagree with you. Yeah. But if you want people to treat you with respect and be kind to you, even if they don't like the lot, yeah. even if their li your life is not the life they would lead, mutual respect. You've got to have that for them too. This is the thing, and I people. It is a. It's a. I want to clarify because there's a lot of problems with the Catholic Church. Oh, I could say that I'm Catholic. Many, many. Or I was, but we're not. It's not about the church. It's about them and their relationship yeah. to church. And the thing is. People were like, "Oh, the um, y'all y'all were really easy on the Catholics. Y'all were really really easy on the Christians. That's not our job. No. I can't judge someone. No, they might be judging me, but I don't know their heart. 
Yes. You know. My Aunt Peggy reads every word of the good book and loves me to death. And loves I, you to death. I follow she's I follow her on Facebook and her Facebook posts are oh. amazing. <laughs> <laughs> it's always something oh. about you think you know the word, but do you know the word? <laughs> They're amazing. They probably make you miss home. They kind of do. <laughs> but here, here's the thing. Y'all, if we go, if we go at them first, um, we've lost. We've lost. I think so too. We we've had things like this before. I can bring it up now. We didn't talk, but like I remember a lot of people saw like Rebecca's daughter's boyfriend and people were saying he looked calling him proud boys when they knew nothing about his life. And it's just this idea of judging people, give people the benefit yeah. of the doubt. But I think this whole segment was some kind of weird way to like baiting Nicola to come down on Statler and the daughters. Yeah, what do you want him to say? Now, like, I think all lesbians are going to hell. What I will say is, I do I think they're right that Nicola will have something to say about the daughters? 100%. 100%. I but yeah. this is not the time to do it because he's not even there yet. I agree. See what happens. Yeah. See what happens. Um. Anyway. I, I, what, you know what it is with this tell-off? Some things that... It was as if... They didn't think there was enough drama in the season. Yes. And so let's create new drama that's outside of the show or that continues. Like, it's like they're t they're going to tell us, hey, we're doing a Before the 90 Part 2 surprise. It's airing next because month that we're going to continue these stories. What they should have been talking about are the fights that they, they did get to it later that Misha and Nicola had about, um, you're the most cute, especially when you're mute. Now- that is, that is, and then Statler even said, and it was the best. She's like, you know what? I'm still seeing you invalidating her feelings. That was that great. Completely fair. That was spot on. When Statler said, well fucking said. Because that's then, true. then, and then if they could have said to um, Nicola, you know, it's okay if she cries. Because he would say, don't cry, Misha. And Statler even said, let her cry. Yeah. Let her cry. Let her express emotion, which mm -hmm. you don't know how to do. He does that not. is fertile ground. Yeah. That's where we need to go. Yeah, those are the kind of conversations. We, because sadly, Misha, um, I don't think, well, she did. She did defend herself a little bit, but I feel like it. it I think she will. I think if she's, he says anything to her daughters. I think she. I think she will. I think she will step she'll up crack for the her whip. daughters. I don't think she's going to let. Him put bullshit on her no. daughters. And do I think Nicola, Nicola is going to think that he can just tell her daughters what to do? Oh, yes. 100%. Oh, yes. But I think, y'all. What are you doing, you slutty daughter? <laughs> what are you doing with that skirt? You look like slut. Sin, she, sin, sin. She will call the shots in that house. Even though he says the man is the ruler of the house. I think that's what she says. Oh, I want you to come visit where you can meet my family in the back of her mind. I think, y'all, Misha's not dumb. No. I think she's thinking, I need him to come visit to see if this is even going to work. Yep. It. This is, and Nicola is so clueless, he doesn't realize this is a test for him. The saddest thing, I think, is when she says, I can't walk away from him, though. 
because it's too much. Yeah, because she does reassure. She says to her daughters, "Nothing will come between us." It was very Lifetime movie because she was kind of teary and she looked yeah. so pretty. She was like, "Listen, nothing will come between us. You're my first priority." Anyway, um, it's time for Poodle's BB Corner. All BB. All the time. Are we done with? Oh, because we've got to talk about Riolet. All yeah. uninhibited BB action. <laughs> I'm a fan. Not a big brother, but a BB. Um, let me just say this. This will actually be pretty quick. I, um, you, know, you have to hurry. I don't care. Uh, the Jared was head of household last week. Jared. Jared. What's that from? Oh, um, Dawn. Dawn from Smother. <laughs> Jared. <laughs> I'm Dawn. This is Shia, my daughter. And this is the husband, Jared. Jared. This is my husband, Jared. He's a doctor. Um, Y'all, what you need to know about Jared's... Jared is such a shitty player. That's Ceri's, uh son. son. And... Also, one of my favorite things about Jared is when people were explaining things to him, he goes, don't yell at me. Don't yell at me. But proceeds to yell at everyone. <laughs> Sounds like a man. Yeah. And uh, but he's so sensitive. He has fragile male feelings that are worth their weight in gold. Um, so anyway. The the uh, Jared has nominated America and Corey, but he really wants to get rid of Cam which he's so fucking stupid because Corey and America are his biggest threats and he's just so dumb. He's a oh. terrible player. Anyway, but he he's they this this season has been all about vengeance and people sending and you that's terrible for the Big Brother game. Cause in other words, if someone sent if they sent one of their friends home, they're gonna get them out. Mm. So the the issue here that's is dumb because I would imagine when, once someone is out of the house, the any alliance you had to them is gun, done because they're gone. Unless they're in the jury, and they have jury is next week. They're in the jury. Yeah, people so they get, all get put into a jury after they're gone, or just some of them. Uh, starting next week, and that happens. That you'll explain yeah. it that when it happens. Yes, but doesn't matter because Jag Jag wins the veto. Jag has stated this game. Great I'm show. Like, I'm kind of like give Jag the money at this point. Because Jag has bumbled through this game and somehow made alliances uh, enough to stay in this show and has scratched enough to get the veto. Um, uh, anyway, Jag saves Corey and uh, Jarrett puts up Cam, which is what he wants to do. Mm. Um, Thursday, this is last time. Julie is Julie Chen is got bangs and a bob. Julie Chin Moonves. Sorry, Julie Chin Moonves. I'm almost certain this is a wig. Um, okay. But it is extremely dramatic. Okay. And I'm here for it because I love a dramatic wig. Okay. Um, and she's she's given it. So y'all, Cam does get voted out. Um, and and it's it's kind of good to see him go because he's been a really super messy player. He's been a chaos player. But the twist is. He is going to go back as a big brother zombie and may be able to rejoin the game. So they have zombies? Is that new? new this season? Yeah. Oh. We, we don't even know what it means yet. Oh. Anyway. Oh, and that, that drives you crazy when they, <laughs> when they introduce something and you don't know what it means and I you have it. to wait. So, y'all, 
head of household competition. Well, so this is double eviction. That this is when Big Brother gets fucking nuts. So double eviction time. Corey wins head of household, which I'm screaming about. Which is this is the best thing because I'm kind of in it for him and America to take this whole thing because they've been flying under the radar. They've been the best with like kind of going against Sari and Jared in the best way possible. And he is going to put up Blue and Jared, but thinking he could backdoor someone. Mm. Um, but he really wants to get rid of Jared. 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 And Matt wins the veto. And of course, because their line keeps the nominations the same, the voting is six to one. All Jared, except for Sari, who has to vote against her son, of course. She can't vote for her son. And Felicia, Do they all know at this point this is her son? No. They no. still don't know? They still don't know. That dumb bitch didn't tell anyone? That no. knew? No, Izzy. What an idiot. I, I said that week one. I know, but I mean, just I, I just I assumed no, they that, told... That, that is a secret you keep until you need to use it. Wow. But now it's useless. Yeah, it's useless now. So... Felicia, Matt, and Mimi, who are in his Mimi! alliance. <laughs> Thank you. Voted for him. And I wrote for Sari is trying to hug him goodbye, and she can't really show a lot of emotion. It is something to see. And I went, goodbye to two garbage players, Cam and Jared. And um this week, it's, and also Jared is returning as a zombie, so we will see. One will be resurrecting their game. There is no head of household next week. It's going to be kind of boring probably next week. And I wrote down, Ceri's game is really in trouble. And this is the first time the show has been must-see TV for me. And I am totally invested. And this changed everything for me. This is the big brother that I've been waiting for. And you could have been on it. I'm so glad I'm not because actually I'm not I'm I'm glad I'm not but I'm really glad I don't have to be in there with Sari because that she's just a juggernaut. Her social game is so good. She's still got a lot of chance that she may do it. But her game's been in trouble for the first time this season. Also, in a way, though, I wish I was in it because this whole house is full of dummies, <laughs> except for except for Corey and America, America, uh, America, yeah. red, white, and blue. But every, BB, it's BB, and, and and also the people who aren't dummies like Mimi, um, they're afraid to make a big move, and they're going to make it where it's too late. And Sari is, Sari is really good, but she's. I don't know if she's going to know what to do now that her son is gone and also her biggest ally, uh, Izzy, is gone. So I just hit myself in the face. Sorry. It took me out. <laughs> Sorry, I went to scratch my face and I hit myself in the face. That hurt. Riveting. <laughs> Sorry. And that's Poodle's BB Corner. Sibling fights are unavoidable. But what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale? That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother, but 
that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. Wondery's podcast, Dis and Tell, is hosted by comedians Sidney Battle and Matt Belisai. Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle, or was it something that started much earlier? Follow Dis and Tell on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. And next um, month, hand tossed. Are you ready to talk about Riot? Let's do it. This was another steamrolling. I felt like of of a foreigner. Um, because we didn't really get to hear anything she said. No, we didn't. Um, maybe it's because I just hate the Americans. Maybe I did. <laughs> I did enjoy, or enjoy, as in it made my blood boil when. Sean asks, is it common for Americans to hide PI, PI, hire a man, PIs? A man is like, yeah, I'd do it. And he's like, yeah. Christian's like, sure. Tyre goes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Tyre does say, of course, Tyre. He's jerking off the whole time. Of course, Tyre did say, I think it's a good idea. Because <laughs> he's think? been fucking. Because, yeah, because he should have done that. I screamed out, of course you do, you moron. Now, Riley says, I don't know why, but maybe I'm going to feel the way you felt about Nicola. Nicola, that I actually do kind of feel, I do, I believe Riley when he says, I've caught her in major lies. I do believe it. I do believe that. Um, I just don't think she was able to explain herself. She wasn't. She wasn't. Yeah. And again, Sean Robertson, Robertson, Robinson should have asked, what are some of those mm-hmm. major lies that you caught her in? Because we don't, well, she does talk about one, or is it, nah, was it then that the, it, when he talks about the text and the call in your family and it all that? It just felt like this was Hester Prynne. They were painting her as Hester Prynne mm-hmm. with the Scarlet Letter. Scarlet Letter. Yeah. yeah. I, I thought you would got it. I didn't, but I, I was gonna say we read that in probably tenth grade, ninth or tenth grade. I think we read it in tenth grade. Yeah. yeah, maybe, maybe yes, 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 yes. I always really loved it when Scarlet and uh, or when Hester Prynne and the Reverend got it on. Yeah, I know you did. <laughs> I don't even remember y'all, the book. Y'all, you were an English nerd. If you liked it, if you were like. If you were feeling some some type of erotic feelings when Hester and the Reverend got it on. Wasn't Winona Ryder in that movie or one of those remakes of it? Yeah, we can, Daniel Day-Lewis was, I think so. Oh, I'm Daniel Day-Lewis. That's The Crucible. Oh. Yeah. That movie's hard to watch. It's the... just sad. No, it's not. The Crucible's sad. It's not sad. It is that people died. But it's what happened. 
It is what happened, but it's horribly sad. I don't know. I, I don't know if I can stamp it with sad. It's, Tragic. It's full of. That's better than. That's different than sad. Well, but it's it, it's saddening to me. It's I mean, injustice. The, but it's just. But it also is. It's just very sad to me. The fact that like. You know, but I, it, it it became more real to me when I went to Salem and saw like the jail cells women would have to be in and stuff like that. Jail cells? Yes. I don't terrible. know what a jail cell is. Well, you should look it up. No. So I, I know what jail a jail cell. cell is. That's what I said. <laughs> That's what I said. I don't know what a G-E-L cell is. A jail cell. <laughs> you know, those aren't rhymes. <laughs> They're not. I would never rhyme jail and sale. Ah! But no, you, you know, jail, jail, jail cell. Jail cell. Why would I rhyme that? <laughs> they were in jail cell zone. It's very sad, but you don't care about witches. So we'll continue. Uh, I support you, witches. You, you I, don't think it's sad at all. I am pro-witch in this administration. <laughs> <laughs> so, right, so basically. Speaking of witches, Tiffany comes out. Tiffany comes out. <laughs> she is. She is wearing what what would you describe this ensemble as? It looks like it looks like hobo <laughs> or not hobo boho boho church Wednesday night chic. That I agree with. Not a Sunday. No. Not a Sunday. There's not a hat. There's not a but it it really wasn't the dress as much. It was the overcoat. You know what? It looked like community theater dance teacher. That's, That's really good. Was. That's yeah. what it was. What What do you think? That's kind of where it was to me. It looked like um, this was the third choice for the Kwanzaa dress she was going to wear. Uh, possibly. Yeah. Possibly, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It yeah. didn't. It wasn't working. It wasn't working. Because I think she's not an unattractive woman. Oh, she's beautiful. Her body is, is she could have shown her shape a little bit. It's like she just stepped into it. It was just the the coat thing was yeah. too. The coat was egregious. It was not. Yeah. yeah. Not good. Egregious. It was giving disapproving auntie. <laughs> Which, that was the brand. Because she's a disapproving friend. Yeah. Um, she asked her again. She's like, why didn't you delete the app? And Boy, Violet says she sticks to her. She, she sticks to her grievance. I gotta tell her that. But that's a good point, and that was never answered. And Violet explains here. She said, "I deleted it off my phone, but I don't understand technology, and the profile was still active." I believe that. I. Well, you the would, thing is, once we have to get into technology weeds, we've all lost. Yeah, I. I feel like once we have to explain that. Um, Riley says it was active though. Yeah. Um, he said that it was active like two days before. And so he doesn't really, so and, he feels like that yeah. is a lie. And Jasmine says, I think she was keeping her options open. When I meet someone, I, yes, she, I do it when I, when I meet someone. I, and I think, I think this was, I think she was probably keeping her options open. And also she didn't know if she was going to even meet, if she'd even get along with this person. Yeah. Hundred percent. Yeah. Um. So Violet says she never signed on the app. Violet also. We're getting now. We're talking about when she told Riley she was ping me. Um. So again, I love it that Jasmine is the one who says, 
She's like, you had unprotected sex? Like, this Jasmine is the voice of every viewer. Gino, he gives her his <laughs> semen, Gino. <laughs> Violet gets the semen, Gino. I want the semen. Did you hear? And then Raleigh's like, I told you. I told, I told her that I could not conceive. And I'm like, you couldn't make a baby. You yourself can't conceive. He no. kept using it the wrong way. He did. He did. Um, Violet says. Now. Do you believe when she said one of the reasons I told them him not to say anything about having sex? He's like Vietnamese culture; they don't like to see us dating. They don't like to see us sleeping in 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 the same bed. I completely get that. I I, I assume that she's telling the truth. I know nothing about it, but I I could completely believe that. But yeah, I could believe it. Yeah, because why would v- she lie about yeah, that? Vietnamese sissies, let us know. Let us know. Um. Anyway, because uh, you let us know about Pal on Classless. Yeah. Did you see all of our Colombian sisters like, were like, yeah, we're guilty of yeah, that. Yeah, we're never on time to a party. But like a shower? No. It Your was, own it shower. Was gross. It was gross. But the thing is, she said he wanted me to go to the international hospital, but it's very expensive, and I'm a teacher, and he doesn't support me financially, even though I think he said- Riley said, would, I said I would pay for I it. I would pay for it. Um- not a lot of questions were answered. And Riley makes a good point. He said, I know women pee on a stick because she peed on a stick in front of him. But he said, but don't women go to the doctor once they find out they're pregnant? Yeah. Maybe that's an American sensibility and not in the rest of the world. But for if you are in America, that does make sense. Yeah. And the last thing we say is uh, Violet says he's asking. Uh, he's asking for uh, he's he's. He's he's always looking away to be suspicious of me. Um, and then Sean asks, "Is are you still pregnant with Riley's child?" Blackout. Blackout. So we don't because Jasmine asked too. She's like, "Do you think she would lie for it? Lie that she has a child?" I think she would. Um, I just didn't feel like she got to really explain herself. It she can explain herself, but I don't trust I don't trust Riley. I don't, I don't trust, trust Violet. Violet either. I think she has, as uh Father Chantel says, secrets. She has secrets. She has secrets. That's the she show. is secretive. She is secretive. Mm-hmm. Y'all, if you're not watching uh or listening to <laughs> the class the Happily Ever Ever after episode, this fucking season four of Happily Ever After is so Damn good. You'll also, if you're on the watch lungs, you'll see me. I can't stop laughing at Ashley's friend Brandy. <laughs> oh, it's so good. This this last was just so, so drunk. Oh. Who's got that big old like floppy hat on? <laughs> so good. It's so so good. So anyway, check that out. That's on the five dollar tier. If you want to listen to this show ad free for your pleasure, you can subscribe to RG Plus at the eight dollar tier, and that will be available for you. Um, on that tier, will you will get Welcome to Plathville. Fantastic season of Plathville so far. Uh, Shakespearean. Definitely Shakespearean. Definitely Shakespearean. And uh, you also love a blind love is blind is on the five dollar tier. Bachelor is going to be a public feed show, but again, you can listen to that ad free at the eight dollar tier. All right. Go to realitygays.com. Find us on Instagram, uh, TikTok, all that good stuff. We call these people lonely hearts because aren't we all just long? I ran out of breath. Lonely hearts looking for love in all the wrong places. Yes. So and cool. if you faked a COVID test just so you can sit home <laughs> and jerk off <laughs> to the rest of the tell-all. Oh, my God. 
I kind of think you're right. <laughs> so as soon as Jasmine starts talking about having sex, he can go. Call us. Call us. <laughs> <laughs>